Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Bet MLS with Dero and Oso. Ben, last weekend, I feel like I might have said this on the previous show, but last weekend was probably the worst beat weekend we've had when you really look at it of the entire sh- if if things had gone a little bit differently this could have been i won't say eight no because there was one play that had no chance but seven it could have been a seven in one week and instead we both we both lost money how did that happen well you know when you bet dc at home during a rainstorm <laughs> and you think it's going to be you know you know maybe a goal here go there and ends up being eight goals you know the rebels have scored what i think uh, i've they scored seven, almost seventeen percent of the goals for the whole season in that one game. If you, if if you had bet a team, any team that had at least three goals scored against the Red Bulls this year would have won every single game except one. I looked. Yeah, they scored and then, three goals, and they lose by multiple goals. New England hit Bakrar, who I did, I didn't know who that was. Bakram had a, yeah, didn't have to miss the PK. Missed the PK. Uh, okay, Montreal got their ass kicked. Whatever. RSL won. FCD and Columbus had both teams to score within like 20 minutes. And then mm-hmm. they didn't score again the rest of the match. FC Dallas and Columbus did not score in the last like hour of the match. New England scores twice against Chicago. Chicago had not scored a goal in over a month. And of course that game ties. LA scores three goals. Of course, Billy Sharp doesn't get one. He has one of the best chances of the game, has two chances of over 0.2 XG, whatever. It's fine. I'm not mad, but... I am, but it could have been at seven and one weekend. But you know what, Ben? Same thing. I put out a play. LAFC Tigris. You were probably asleep because the game started at what eleven yes. p.m. on the on close, the close to or close to sleeping. Yes, I did not watch that game. I watched it, the, well, the Open Cup, obviously, but yeah, I did not watch Campionas Cup. Be glad you didn't, because despite everything saying there should be goals in this one, both teams chose violence, and there was no goals in it. But we move on. We move to another huge week, and I think there's four Saturdays left of MLS for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's let's hop right into the action. Ben, why don't you get us started off today with your favorite? Yeah, look, you know, this is again. I think after after last week, you put out a tweet. I don't know either on our account or on your account saying like, you know, these last few weeks is really tough just because a yeah, lot of teams fighting. Yeah, I mean, this is this is like so. I'm this is a lot of field picks here. Yeah. And, you know, I was looking at the board and I saw Vancouver at home, minus 125. Not the best home team of all time or anything like that. They're playing, obviously, pretty well. Here's the important point. Obviously, they're just coming off of, what, seven straight games on the road? Yeah, insane. Um, So they come off seven straight games on the road. Uh, and they're coming home for the first time since August 20th. So over a month. It's <laughs> uh, freaking crazy. Uh, and they're playing D.C., um, neither of these teams play midweek, but uh, they're playing DC. DC obviously uh, has to travel. DC to Vancouver is one of the longest flights that we have uh, in this league. <laughs> and so if they're doing it, they probably did it yesterday. But if they were doing it today, that could be very interesting, considering the rain that we're seeing on the East Coast right now. But uh, <laughs> everything's flooded here. But uh, yeah, so I I just think between the long trip, Vancouver finally home. You know, they need the three points. You know, if you're looking at the table right now, I think if you told us last week or week and a half ago, they, you know, they'd be a pretty solid spot. I don't think they're in that solid of a spot right now. They need these three points, especially because it's a home game. You know, that I think three of the last four at home, but they need three any points they can get at home. And just considering all that, minus 125 is a really good number for all that. 
and they're scoring goals and we see DC's defense is not uh not anything to write home about at the moment if you give up five goals to the Red Bulls that's uh that's something that can demoralize yes. your season so let's let's see what happens there I like that pick you said the Whitecaps haven't been the best team in the world at home well you know who has been the best team in the world at home over their last nine games the Columbus Crew Ben that you you cannot be statistically they're statistically almost perfect at home. Their last nine games. Let's talk about it. W, 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 draw. W, 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 W. Eight wins out of their last nine at home. And they are, they've got Philadelphia coming in. Philadelphia played midweek against FC Dallas. Um, it was a 1-1 draw. It's MLS, so I have no idea what the <clears throat> what the injury num- uh, injury news is for the union. But I know on Wednesday, Julian Carranza... Leon Flock, Jacob Glesnes, and Martinez all out. Uh, they didn't play. I don't exactly know the status of all of them. It's impossible. To, I searched. It's impossible to find details, but uh, I would imagine some of them are going to be still out, and you do not want to be missing your starting D-mid and a starting center back against the Columbus crew who have been scoring goals for absolutely for fun. They should have beaten FC Dallas at home uh, last Saturday, and with Philadelphia, again, playing one of the four teams that played midweek. Well, I guess six if you count Campionis Cup, or eight if you count Open Cup, I guess. One of the two MLS games uh, midweek. I uh, I really like Columbus here. I got them at minus 120. I think that's a really good number for a team that's won eight out of their last nine games at home. And it's not like Philadelphia has been amazing. They've kind of been sleepwalking after League's Cup. They haven't really won very many games recently. Um, I still wouldn't doubt them in playoffs, but I don't think they're really too concerned about their seeding and where they play. And I think if Columbus wins this one, they could go as high as second. Columbus, if they are the number two seed, I mean, that's going to be really formidable playing all these games at home. So give me the crew minus 120 as my money line favorite. Your uh, I locked this play in right after the final on Wednesday night. Um, and this was going to be my dog, but you got it in before I did, which typically when these happen, they hit. Um, so I love your play here. Let's hear it. Let's hear the underdog. <laughs> yeah, I think this is an easy one. Yep. Uh both these teams played on Wednesday, but one team had a much bigger game on Wednesday. So Dallas is going to Houston. Uh, it's plus 320. Obviously not a long road trip or anything. Houston, open cup hangover. Uh, yeah, I was just, literally. Just looking at, <laughs> yeah, it was just looking at it. Uh, yeah, maybe James Harden was uh, yeah, partying with to, them for, yeah, I took them to City. live or whatever it is. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever it is in uh, Miami. And uh, so plus 320. Obviously, Dallas did play on Wednesday in Philadelphia, so they have to travel home just like uh, Houston does, you know, similar flights. But uh, Open Cup hangover, Dallas draw and win the last two road matches. I was just looking at it. So they've been the playing last well two, on the road. Right. They're playing really well on the road, uh, including, again, on Wednesday uh, with a rotated squad, I might add. Yep, yep. And uh, so they're going to be well-rested coming in, uh, coming into Houston. And then uh, what I would say is if you look at the last two Open Cup winners, the next games last year, Orlando five to one loss on the road oh, against Philly. This is next level. 2019 Atlanta three, one loss on the road against, against Philly too, which is funny, but, uh, but both, both those on the road, but clearly we have an open cup hangover issue here and plus three twenty decent number. 
Yeah, I got I actually got it at plus 340, uh, which was insane. It's dropped on the book I used, it's dropped down to like plus 300 now. I bet you by kickoff, this is closer to plus 250. And the one big thing you mentioned, which is I think a great note as well, is Dallas played a very rotated squad in Philadelphia. Ferreira didn't start. Ariola didn't start. They brought them in with like 20 minutes left, but um, they they really rotated the squad. Velasco's playing incredible right now. He scored an amazing goal. Um, and yeah, I mean, plus, plus 300, like, come on, man, like get out of here. That's a uh, rivalry game. Dallas needs the points. I love it. Um, I'm on the same, uh, same idea here. I, I went back and forth. Um, Dallas was kind of my number one New York. And I love, I really like the board this weekend, New York and Seattle. I was trying to choose between, but I landed on NYCFC. Um, it's you you mentioned you watched the open cup final. It's been a great run for inter Miami, right? They won leagues cup open cup final. They're probably the favorite to win MLS next year, but would you say they're out of gas at this point? Uh, out of gas is a strong word. I mean, Busquets looks like he's out of gas. <laughs> they, they've, they've had a lot of games they've We're had a lot of games what Tata basically said after the after the game like, yeah i mean they but i think every team is out of, i mean not maybe as bad as miami but a lot of teams are out of gas right now yeah i think i think miami's totally out of gas and i think it's finally sunk in that they're not gonna make the playoffs they're five points out of a playoff spot with five games left messi they're not gonna make the playoffs they're not gonna oh, make the wow, okay messi's not gonna obviously messi's not gonna play alba's not gonna play They've got another game midweek at Chicago. Uh, they've probably got to win four out of their last five. Anyways, I'm taking NYCFC as my dog of the week. They're going down to Miami to play Inter. NYCFC have been playing really well recently. Now, like, all five of their games were at home. But they are, they've got three wins and two draws in their last five. And here's the thing. They've allowed one goal in their last five games. They have a three-match shutout streak. And... Inter Miami looked like now I, I realize they did score a goal, but like in that first half, they looked like they could have played for, for, you know, five hours and they wouldn't have scored on, on Houston. Their, their offense really doesn't look great right now. Not a lot of creativity when you don't have the best player in the world uh, on the field. And uh, yeah, I think NYCFC is going to go in there and be like, we're not going to score. You're not going to score on us. And um, they've been playing really well. So I really like this one under and I like NYCFC. I'm doing a half unit plus 240 and a half unit minus 130 double chance. Um, I don't think they lose the game. I think it could be a nil nil. Um, We'll see. But NYCFC, too good to pass up. Take a look at Seattle, though, as well. I like uh, I like Seattle going to Nashville, who has not been playing well recently also. Um, this is a, I love this play. I know you said you're a little bit trepidatious on this one, but I like locking in a plus 170 number uh, on this. Let's hear it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was going <laughs> through it. Uh, I saw, I saw, you know, St. Louis SKC, I think all year, I feel like, you know, can I back this up? At St. Louis, yes, definitely. But like they've been uh high scoring games. Uh yeah. just with not not like playing against you. I mean, there was the first game when they played against each other. The second game I think was two to one. Uh that was just a few weeks ago. But I think, you know, St. Louis is a lot of high scoring games this year. Uh, a lot of blowouts, honestly. SKC turning it up on the on the attack side a little bit. I think SKC just really needs this win, <laughs> like really yeah. badly. Like yeah. really, so they're gonna be pushing really hard. That might play right into St. Louis's hands. Um, turnovers are, you know, likely in 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 bad spots. I think for a team like SKC, over three and a half uh, total goals here is what we're going with, and that's uh, plus one seventy two, which is I think a really good number. 
I would have guessed. I think the reason that I went through it when I was going through it originally is because I saw I thought I, it would probably be closer to like 140, 150 to see it plus 172. Again, you know, four goals is a lot of goals, but I think with the way that SKC is going to have to play in this game, it's going to be uh, interesting for, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, how how we see this game play out. Yeah, and St. Louis is going to want to put the beat down. And I will say, I watched a lot of that St. Louis SKC match a few weeks ago. And even though it ended 2-1, like it was all attacking in the first half, especially. It was a very high-paced game with lots of attacking. And I think you make a great point here that St. Louis absolutely kills teams that give them space on the counter. Like that's that's what they've been doing all year because teams haven't been taking St. Louis seriously all year. And then they just beat the crap out of them. So yeah, and St. Louis is the kind of team also that when they're at home, they'll just go score like three, four, five goals. If they've got like 2-1, it could be 4-1 real fast. So, uh, yeah, I really like that play actually at that number. And I'm, I'm going to tell that one. Um, ben, there is one game though. I mean, we've talked about plenty of games. But there's one game that everyone's talking about this weekend. I turned on ESPN. Stephen A was talking about this one. They had J.J. Redick come on. Of course I'm talking about Austin FC going to Colorado Rapids. I mean, this is, you know, people are already lining up the bar at the bars to watch this one. And it, it's the game, the national TV. We're taking both teams to score and over two and a half. Same play I had for FC Dallas Columbus last week that didn't hit. But this is minus 110. Here's the reason why. These two teams are done. You know, Austin, they probably punched above their weight last year what they deserved with their XG. We all know that very well documented. This year, they've probably been maybe a little unlucky, probably don't deserve to miss the playoffs. They are going to miss the playoffs. Uh, Colorado have been terrible. These are two teams headed to Cancun in about three weeks. Uh, but what have they done recently? They don't care anymore. They're just attacking. You look at the numbers. Austin doesn't. Okay, Ben, I'm 37 years old. My uh -huh. birthday is on June 27th, okay? Austin FC does not have a shutout since I was 36. It was June 24th, the last time they had a shutout. 11 games. Uh, they also have only been shut out one time in that span. So both teams of score is like a lock when, when Austin plays. Colorado doesn't have a shutout in seven games. They've allowed 17 goals in that time. Um, but here's the thing. Since they fired Robin Frazier... They're playing with no pressure. Like I've watched, I, I've unfortunately watched more Colorado Rapids soccer in the last couple of weeks uh, because of my just different bets that I had than I care to admit. And they're just kind of going right now. They're just playing. They're playing without pressure. They've scored multiple goals in three out of the last four games. This play is mm -hmm. hit eight out of the last 10 for Austin, the last four for Colorado. So yeah, I'm going both teams to score over two and a half for, uh, for Colorado taking on Austin. And I, I know I already mentioned this, uh, liking Seattle. I really like the under in Seattle at Nashville as well. Um, all the numbers back up and under uh, with Seattle going to Nashville and then looking for a little sprinkle on a Seattle shutout win at Nashville. Like I just got a feeling on that one, but shutout out hey, win in Nashville. Huh? Okay. Look, look at the numbers. Look at what they've been doing recently. Let's hear, let's hear your goal score. This is one we've already talked about a little bit. Yeah. We're ready to discuss this. So we don't yep. need to dig too far into it. We're going with Cucho. Um, obviously Philly, Philly playing midweek. Um, they did rotate some, but they played midweek. We know Columbus scores a lot of goals, score a lot of goals at home. Cucho himself has scored seven goals in his last four games. Just for the <laughs> record. Is that, is that good? That's good. Okay. Just want to make sure. And we're getting plus <laughs> money. So it's plus one Oh five. Like, what are we doing here? Like, this, this is an easy one for us here. 
Yep, I'm tailing that. And I'm running back Billy Sharp. I'm sorry. I, I'm still salty about that one not scoring last week. And he's still plus money, plus 125 for LA at home against the Portland team. Doesn't play a lot of defense. And I love goals in this matchup as well. I think the over for teams that are at home and eliminated from playoff contention, they have no reason to play defense at this point. They're just going to try to score goals. So um, give me the over or the over. Give me Billy Sharp to score. If he goes two games without it, I'm going to be I'm going to be pissed. So, yeah, I like these plays, man. I like the board this week. Um, it's going to be some some really good games. And uh, and yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we hit our plays. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you next time on Bet MLS.